welcome to the Defender Podcast, a resource to help mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm your host, Herbie Newell. All right, everybody, we are again at the Southern Baptist Convention here at the Lifeline booth in the middle of the craziness of the bazaar, people handing out T-shirts and <laughs> rolling over us with strollers and all kinds of stuff here. And uh, and I have the uh, the distinct pleasure to uh, to hang out with my friend Todd Unziker, who is uh, is the executive director of the North Carolina Baptist Convention. Did I say that right? You did. Is it North Carolina? Not only is my name one of the longest names in the world, but then I have to add like a three word title, executive director, treasurer to it. (laughs) He did great, Wait, wait, treasurer, I forgot. Yeah, treasurer, you gotta gotta throw the treasurer part. part. I I don't even know what that part of the job is yet, but. What is that, what does that exactly mean? Do you carry like the checkbook? Um, I'm not carrying it right now, let's just put it that way, but. um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, don't tell anybody I don't know what that part of the job means yet. So I'm still new, you know, I'm still new. Well, that's a card you can still play for a little while. Yeah, it's it's been two years, I'll still play the new new guy card. Yeah, but your socks are fantastic. Man, I, yeah, I was, I was gifted last night a pair of North Carolina Baptist Convention socks. And, Rick, you've uh, never looked better. I uh, I feel my <laughs> feet are feeling amazing today here in the convention. But um, we, but seriously, um, Todd's a great friend, and and we uh, we we share a lot in um, in uh, common love mm-hmm. for the church and right. common love for uh, the the idea of the church. Uh, pressing in to care for orphan and vulnerable children and and to do um to do the work that uh that lifeline tries to help the church do yeah and uh you know and and, and so i mean i, I you know i'll just kind of dive right in and 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 this is I'll, I'll preface what i'm about to say to you to say that that this has been an interesting question that i've asked of of kind of everybody that we've that we've talked to here at the convention is um t- to get the breadth of answers of why why does why is it imperative that the church um care for orphan and vulnerable children wow number one because jesus said we should right (laughs) you know he says it we do it um it's being obedient and following jesus means that he's lord which means we follow what he does um so that's just first and foremost um, children are made in the image of God. And, um, you know, before God created government or before God created um, the nation of Israel, right. he created the family. Right. And certainly children are a part of that. And so, um, you know, I just look at that all the way going back to the book of Genesis, mm-hmm. you know, as you've I've talked about for years, this is fundamental to the Christian faith. Right. Period. Right. It just is. And uh, we see it modeled in Jesus. It told us to do it. Um, the letters bear that out in the New Testament. And so and it's also the consistent wis- witness of the church. And so we get to, to do that. I think there's some other ancillary reasons that why we would do that. Um, one, the need is there. And hopefully as Christians, we're running to those needs. In North Carolina, we have about 16,000 kids that are in the um, adoption or foster care system in North Carolina. And so we look at that as a need for our right. state. We also look at that as, um, you know, the, the state government they're going to give them to somebody, right? They're going to give them to uh, LGBTQ families. They're going to give them to Muslims or Mormons. Um, 
The state doesn't care who they give them to. They just want to get them out of the system. And so I look at that as an opportunity that we are going to be obedient to Christ. We see an army of the next generation of followers of Jesus. And, um, you know, it's like hard for me to even fathom having a having a church or ministry that doesn't do this yeah. and make it a central part of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the. Man, that's good because I think at the end of the day, you said you asked a lot of people, Rick, are you grading me now on how I did I with the I other mentally, people? I was mentally judging. Uh, you actually, I, of I course, I here. could see it in your eyes. Um, no, I, I but I but I think I mean, I think one of the things that you said there is one of those is, is a key point. And it's the, the fact is that that we we show the fruit of the gospel by by how we engage on this issue and, and about how how we step in and and government government doesn't care right, right. the there there are many in the community who 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 are th their objective is to settle the immediate issue but man what an opportunity to be able to show them and, and to bring them close to understanding the gospel right. by the way that we you know, right. lean in and, yep. and do those things. And I know, um, you know, even and and the and, and part of this and I didn't I didn't start by, you know, leading to say, hey, tell us a little bit about your family and a little bit about your story. But um, but just the spoiler alert is that um, that you're you're a dad through adoption yep. as well. And um, that, you know, that that you guys at a, at a point, um, you know, realized that God was calling you to adopt. And, and so so you're you're speaking to this issue, not just as somebody who who has a theological concern to it, right. but it's it's no, it's very personal. I mean, Ashley yeah. and I, we talked about this when we were dating. Yeah, like that. This is kind of a non-negotiable for for both of us. And gosh, in some ways I can remember like, you know, a conversation with her, like we're dating and like us talking about this issue and that we didn't even have to convince each other of this. So I think <laughs> might have been like one of the issues where we're like, you might be the one. Wow. You know, and so uh, that was certainly part of our story. My wife's ministry that she's done for 16 years in various spheres of all um, had some nugget, whether whether it was a directly um, working at a pregnancy center or through mm -hmm. adoptions or helping out unwed moms, mm -hmm. uh, refugees um, has always been around. Um, how do we provide homes for 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 children without families? Yep, that's awesome. And by the way, for those single guys that are out there, it, it's apparently a great uh, you know a great dating opportunity to talk to your <laughs> you know talk to your girlfriend about. Let's adoption. be honest, Rick. I needed all the help I could get, right? You know, so um, so uh, that wasn't the motive. I promise. Uh, no, but that, but, but that's awesome. I mean, and yeah. I and I think you know just really the 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 idea that God had already you know kind of shape both of your hearts in that yep. direction and that that was a recognition to say hey this is you know th th this is this is a, a calling that God's placed on both of our lives and we need to pursue it yeah. is is pretty awesome well okay so so you um, now lead a convention of churches and and are responsible to to help this association of churches yep. um, to figure out how to cooperate together to do big things for the kingdom. Yeah. And and so, like, tell me about how you're using that platform 
to on on this issue. Sure. Well, what we we, we say is as as NC Baptist, we're a movement of churches on mission together. We're a movement because Rick, God is on the move from Genesis to Revelation. God has been not only rescuing His people, but He's been um, building His kingdom come mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. So we asked North Carolina. Why not in North Carolina as it is in heaven? And so that's what we're building there. We're a movement of churches. And so like Lifeline, what we want to do is to make sure that we are assisting churches Mm -hmm. in their divinely appointed part in the mission. So we're a movement of churches that are on mission. Certainly when we say on mission, we think missions, right? We right. think mission trips and, and you know, my background as a missions pastor, yeah, obviously right. I'm for yeah. that, but it's, it's even bigger than that. It's sure. the Missio Dei, the mission of God that what we think is Acts 1-8 is Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth is how can we help churches in all spheres of life? And so we're a movement of churches on mission together because we believe that God created us to be together for a mission. Hmm. Wasn't like he created a church and sat back and said, oh, you know, what what shall I have them do now? No, he created a church for his mission. And so where this issue kind of fits in um, perfectly is, you know, we care about all of life and that includes the pre-born, that includes children um, without families, um, all the way to the elderly. And so um, what we've done in North Carolina is we partner with our local children's home uh, that, that is in our state and got together with our governor and just said, listen, um, we want to help you. We want to help make you famous. I mean, his ears perked up because <laughs> let's just be honest, most Baptists didn't vote for him. And I said, how would you like to be the first governor that could say we have no chi- child homelessness in our in our state? Yeah. Um, we want, like Jesus, we want to say, give us the children. Yeah. And so we started the Every Child Initiative, and that's where every single church can become a, um, a foster care training facility. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great outreach to the community. People know what's going on. And Rick, by God's grace, I've been there two years. We launched this about a year and a half ago, and about 13% of our churches, which is about 450, mm-hmm. um, are now licensed foster care um, training facilities. And it's being done out of the church. And so um, we just look at this as we're just kind of getting started in this. And, you know, we talk about, you know, people don't care what you know, Rick, until they know that you care. What we find is even those those most hostile to the gospel are really excited Mm -hmm. about the fact that um, you care for children. Right. right? And um, we look at this as an opportunity that it gives us a platform and a way to earn the right to share what we know and what we have in Jesus. Right. Well, you're solving a problem that mm-hmm. they they haven't been able to easily solve and something that, you know, that and and I think um you know, man, and I and I uh, like I remember conversations with you on on the front end 2 years yeah. ago, uh, you know, as as you were stepping into this role um saying, "Hey, Rick, I, I, I'm still making it up as I go along." That's so, awesome. <laughs> yeah. well, but but I think but I think even, you know, even then thinking about and and having those conversations about, "Hey, I think God wants to do something big yeah. in North Carolina on behalf of children in foster care." Yeah. And I think we can I think we can rally churches together to do this. And so to hear that yeah. and to hear in 2 years the progress that, you know, almost 15% of the, the of the yeah. Southern Baptist churches in North Carolina are now training and raising up and foster and, care families and, and you know onboarding yeah. and supporting foster care families is is incredible i yeah. mean it's that's a, a that's a that's a testament to to god's grace i think it's also a testament to god's honoring the fact that his you know his people are doing um what he's called us to do that's right 
So, man, you know, obviously you are not a, a stranger to this world, having, you know, having walked through adoption yourself, mm -hmm. your head and ears in the middle of um, of leading a team to, you know, toward this initiative. But but let's. Let's come down to a completely different level. Okay. So you're sitting you're sitting across from somebody having a cup of coffee who is who's who's in this. They're they're adopting, they have adopted, they're fostering, and you just you get the opportunity to encourage them today. What would what would you say to encourage them? Um, I would say you are doing what God created you for, and that was to honor him with your life. Mm. And you're honoring him with your life by pouring your life into someone else and not just someone else, but someone else who had no one to do that for them. Right. Um, I, you know, greater love is no man than this and somebody lays down their life for another. And that's what foster families, that's what adoptive families do is, is they lay down their life, their preferences, um, you know, their, their plans hmm. is to say, I want to do this. And um, I, I just want to look at people and say, you, you realize you're a hero. Yeah. I mean, we use the term heroes a lot and, um, that's a hero to to people like that. Mm. And um, they may not know it now. You may not see it now. I get it's a difficult road and uh, it is wrought with challenges. Some of you know going in and some of you had no idea <laughs> of going in. But, um, you know, this is I would look at somebody in the eye and say, you're a hero and what you do, you not, you don't do in vain. And um, we never we might not know this side of heaven, the actual the impact that's going to have. That's man. That's awesome. Todd Unsker, thank you, man. Appreciate Thanks, you. Appreciate you coming. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. To have a conversation, and and uh, we look forward to see what uh, what God continues to do in the state of North Carolina. And uh, you don't want to talk anymore about football? I don't because because I don't I don't want to talk about the <laughs> severe disappointment that you're moving toward this year. Roll Tide. Um, <laughs> Go Dawgs. <you pray. laughs> Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. If you enjoy making this podcast a part of your weekly routine, we'd love for you to take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the Defender Podcast to make it easier for more people to find. For more information on how you and your church can partner with Lifeline, visit us at lifelinechild.org. If you want to connect with me, please visit herbienewell.com. Follow us at Lifeline on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.